Let's get it. Check, 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 check. Can I get a lot on my mic, please? Up. Check, 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 check. Hello, and welcome to the Zero Lives podcast. Today, we're going to get into some games for new aspiring gamers. But you said no games for I d- gamers. I'm doing it. That's what I felt best. Okay. All right. That sounds good. You have a friend. <laughs> and this friend does not play video games. And he was like, hey, what should I play? I want to get into video games. Yeah. What would you tell him? But at the same time, you don't want to throw somebody into like a really challenging video game. Or yeah, you're not going to be like, here, here's Dark Souls. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> for your Try first this. game, Bloodborne. Yeah, pick- yeah. Pick up uh, Persona 5. I don't know if that's hard. It's not hard. It's just long. It's okay. 100 hours. I have that on my list. <laughs> just reading, right? I don't know. I don't know the game. Cut! I Cut disagree that. with Persona <laughs> 5 being a good one. I sound dumb. <laughs> Got it. Well, the first one that comes to mind for me, at least, is Animal Crossing. Yep. That's a very common beginner game, especially last year you saw how well it sold. So last March when Animal Crossing came out, it was right in the the first couple days of lockdown during the pandemic. So the sales for Animal Crossing were ridiculous. It almost makes you think, like, what was Nintendo doing? I know, man. Maybe we got to could be here. They could be up to something. Not only do we criticize Nintendo almost every single episode, now we're blaming them. Yeah, sue me. Sue me, you fucks. <laughs> I dare you. I, I don't sue me. Please don't do that. Yeah, I know, right? They will. <laughs> they, yeah, they will not hesitate. So Animal Crossing is a really good beginner game because there's not a whole lot of skill, hand-eye coordination skill right. that needs to go into there. There's not a lot of fast-paced stuff. You just kind of take your time. It travels through time the way... Like in real time. So like if it's evening when you're playing, it will be evening in the game. Stuff like that, which is kind of cool. And you're just you're just like catching bugs and fishing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can um, do other things and like remodel your house, but it's very there's a couple different things you can get into in the game. And they're all very simple and straightforward. Yeah, yeah. definitely. I had the same thought, but I was going to say along the same lines, uh, I thought Stardew Valley. Oh, definitely. And like even Spirit Fair. Yeah. Because I feel like that's kind of like Animal Crossing and. Yeah. You know, along those lines where you're growing plants and fishing and just doing like relaxing, like little mini game type things, kind of like all those games are just basically like time killers where you just kind of living a life, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I I think any game that's like more passive and more just you're growing something or you're like working towards a goal, but it's not stressful. Yeah. Yeah. It's like very relaxing, chill and relaxed games. I would even say like Sims. Yeah, definitely, oh, yeah, definitely. I agree. That's a very big one that is like a lot of people get into. Yeah, that. people that don't even play video games play Sims. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. The people who wouldn't consider themselves gamers. I'm saying know? The Sims, not like Sims. Like I'm not talking like Power. This guy's talking about The Sims. About the Sims <laughs> like Sims games, you know what I'm saying? Simulators. Like, like any simulators. I, I was talking about The Sims. The Sims. He's talking about The Sims, guys. The Sims. The like the, the people. That you, <laughs> the people. Can torture and do whatever you want to. Right. For Animal Crossing in particular, that gives you a, a lot of creativity and you can kind of lay out your whole town in any way you want. And it gives a lot. It's very like cutesy, you know, so it, it appeals to younger people and kind of everybody, honestly. Yeah, it's pretty all encompassing. And I think that's another reason why it sold super well and did really well is because 
the timing was impeccable, but it, it can really be enjoyed by anybody. Yeah, exactly. I, I, you know, I was going to say it's like, oh, well, girls who don't really like to play action packed games, they can have a uh, an avenue to express themselves. You know, like Animal Crossing is a really cool and relaxing way to do that. But like we've all played it, <laughs> you know, like however I much. I mean, you've you're familiar with it. Though. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think definitely. it's a very you can get into it. It, like you can make your island like your aesthetic and you can change like a lot of things. So it's very unique in that way. And not all the games have that much customization. Yeah, exactly. And you can go visit your friend's islands. That's pretty cool. Kind of give them tours. There was a point in time where celebrities were doing Animal Crossing island tours and stuff like that. I didn't like even know that. That's kind of crazy. Stream. Yeah, it was really funny. So in, in that same vein, like Brandon was saying, Stardew Valley is a pixel art version of Animal Crossing with a little bit more of a uh like a set this is your goal type of thing but it's still incredibly open-ended and you just kind of befriend the townsfolk they are not as randomized as animal crossing okay uh they're like always a set group of people but you can still build friendships you can get married in there and the main thing is to customize your own farm grow crops like sell them that's how you make your living and so i haven't played a lot of that uh that seems like a little bit i guess more adult not like it's super adult but a little bit more adult animal crossing yeah yeah i would say um and then you know what the thing i think about all these games that is makes it so good for beginners is that like all of them you have like a goal you're working towards but at the same time you could be like i'm just gonna fish every day (laughs) or like do i'm just gonna that's do something that doesn't even work that, towards the goal. Yeah. And it doesn't matter. You could just do if you like doing something specific, you could just do you that. Just every focus day. on that. That's it doesn't why matter. I liked Animal Crossing. I would actually play that and go for the fishes and the bugs. And that's like all I would do when I played yeah. them. Like I didn't care about my house. Yeah. And I would just try to complete like the seasons going through and getting all the fish. Yeah. I did the same thing. Yeah. So for more goal oriented players, there are those elements, and for other people who just like what, you just hit yourself in the face. Oh my god, are you all right? Are you good? With yeah, the good. whole mic. Oh my god. This guy just faced the mic. Nice. <laughs> he said, check, check. Uh, yeah, I'm good. Mic check. Continue. Oh my god. Um, so, the, yeah, there's goals for people who want those, and it's open-ended enough where you're not going to get a game over screen because you didn't do something. You know what I mean? It's very open-ended, so that's cool. Yeah. yeah. Spiritfarer is even more goal-oriented. There's an actual story that you're working to progress. Yeah. And there are milestones that you should be hitting as you go. But still, you could literally not do any of those things and still have fun with the game. You yeah. Know? That kind of uh, throws some like platforming and stuff at you, so it's kind of like... Little oh. stepping stone. You yes. Know? Yeah, I get yes. you. So um, the um, chronology of playing those games would be Animal Crossing first to really just kind of get used to controlling and a like a oh my god <laughs> like okay? an avatar a you know a character. There you go. Yeah. Uh, Stardew Valley. <laughs> if you really like Animal Crossing and you want more of that, it's a little bit. I think it's a little more. It seems more in depth, but I haven't yeah. played it a lot. I like Stardew Valley more than Animal Crossing. I think there's just more, I think, to do. And then Spiritfarer is more of a story-driven game. It's a beautiful game, beautiful story. 
And it kind of like Brandon said, it introduces some platforming elements that will kind of get players used to maneuvering efficiently then throughout you, a game. After you do all those, you work your way up to the big daddy Minecraft. Yeah, Minecraft's a really great one too for beginners. I mean, look how popular it is with kids. The game's amazing. It's one of the best selling games of all time. And it's yeah. played by all ages. It's been some people even 28 years old still love that game. Dude, it's <laughs> it's so good. You can grow crops, you can like make farms with animals, you can build pretty much whatever you want to. You can play it passively if you don't want to fight creatures, but you can also fight them if you're into that. Yeah. There's a whole lot of different things you can do in there. It's pretty much just a huge open world to kind of do whatever you want to. But yeah. there's no there's no goal in that one. So if you're like, I need something to tell me what to do, you're not going to get it there. That's why I don't like it. That's fair. Yeah. I'm just not creative enough. You know, I'm, I'm just don't really know what to do in such an endless opportunity world. You know, I think but. that that can be I mean, not for you, but for some newer gamers that can be off putting if you're like, what do I do? And yeah. you just kind of like have at it. Yeah, yeah. But I think if you're into like played a couple of games, like that's a really good one to start with. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Continuing on with the kind of platforming from Spiritfarer, I'm a big fan of the game Limbo and Inside. So they're both puzzle platformers and they're, you know, you go left, you go right, you jump, you can grab things, pull them and push them. I think that's pretty much all you do in the game. But you just it's kind of more of a mental exercise uh, and it, they're both beautiful games. Does inside work like pretty much the same as Limbo? Yeah. OK, I've Similar. only played Limbo. Um, definitely mm -hmm. fun. Just very basic puzzles and platforming. Mm -hmm. It's nothing super, super challenging. And it's not a huge commitment either. It's no. a pretty short game. I beat it in like three hours. Yeah. Yeah. I played I'm it. A, I'm a professional gamer. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Results may vary. I, I mean, when Sid played it, she got maybe an eighth of the way through the game and then just kind of got stuck and just didn't know what to do and then got frustrated and then just gave it up kind of thing. And that was like the first game she tried to play. Okay. So like, I don't know if it's maybe like a great first game, but then again, she doesn't love puzzles. You know what I mean? Like it, it's more frustrating for her than fulfilling. I... I'm not going to lie. There's just one puzzle that I was frustrated by because I was like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. And I couldn't figure it out. And it took me like probably 20 minutes. But was I'm, it a gravity? It could have been. I don't recall okay. what it was per se, but yeah. I'm determined. So that it, if I wasn't, then I could see you getting mad about that because I was like, I yeah. can't. I'm not letting this game beat me. Yeah, absolutely. Because, <clears throat> you know, depending on the person you are, you're either like, I'm not going to let this game beat me or you're like, well. I can do something else. Like, yeah. I, there's no use spending my time on this if, I don't, if I'm not having fun or whatever. Was there any super challenging parts on inside that were like that? Or yes. not that? Okay, not that it... I don't know. There wasn't anything that I was like, I couldn't do. Like, I beat it, obviously. But there was definitely somewhere I had to, like, try it a bunch of different times and analyze. Like, I don't know. I had to really think about yeah. stuff. There's one part that comes to mind. Uh, and I know you haven't played inside yet. But there's the mermaid part. That was I, I remember dying on that more than I I wanted to, you know, otherwise, I mean, it's it, it's a very interesting game. Limbo is very kind of straightforward, like you're a kid in limbo. You don't know who you are. You don't know how you got there, you're whatever. 
And like, I would love to talk more about that. Like the theories behind that game. It's so cool. But like inside there's actually like a twist (laughs) at the end and you're like, what the hell kind of thing? Like, it's pretty cool. But both those games are very similar and pretty good. Same thing with like Little Nightmares. <clears throat> yeah. It's very similar too. So the yeah, that game looked the same of the same vein. I haven't played that yet either. Yeah, that was good. Little Nightmares is also better than Limbo. <laughs> really? You think? <laughs> yeah. Brandon hates Limbo. <laughs> huh. I'll have to play them all again on honestly. I only played inside once. I played Limbo like five times. So. <clears throat> Inside's great. Yeah. Did you speed run it? Limbo? Yeah. Kind of. I beat it in like an hour and a half. Seems feasible. It seems feasible. Uh, maybe not. I'm not sure. Let's try it again. We talked about this previously. Um, Spyro the Dragon. Yeah, yeah. Very good beginner series. It's just platforming. There's a little bit of combat, but I don't think anything is super challenging. Yeah, definitely. It's like a very easy and straightforward, like, here you're on this level, go to this point and do this. Yeah. I think Spyro is especially good for uh, kids. Yeah. You know, like, we all played it when we were kids and kind of got us into... It was fun. You know, it's just a fun game. You're yeah. just going around as a dragon, just spitting fire. And you can, like, burn up grass. You kind of, like, it's a good time. little monsters. Get little sparks following you. Sparks yeah. the dragonfly. Yeah, definitely. I, th- I think that's a really good I- uh, idea. Um, I would say, like, Mario Party, Mario Absolutely. Kart. Like, basically, any all party <laughs> games are, like, games where that you can play with friends, basically. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> it's a good one. I mean, further into that, too, like, almost any Mario game is pretty beginner. Yeah. Yeah. And if you are just getting into gaming gaming and trying to find stuff to get, honestly, if you just get a Switch, pretty much anything Nintendo makes. Not anything, but there's a lot of games more on the Nintendo side that are oh, definitely. for newer gamers. Definitely. Yeah, because that, that's where Animal Crossing is. That's for Switch. It, like, like Brandon said, Mario Kart, Mario Party. The only one that I was thinking that maybe not for beginners is like Super Smash Brothers. Just because people think that you can just button mash in there. It's not a typical fighting game. If you just button mash, you're going to fling yourself off the side and die. I mean, if you're playing that with people that know what they're doing, then no, definitely not. But if it's like you and a a couple friends that don't play a lot of games, that's definitely one to like you can learn with each other. Yeah, definitely. You know, if you're like, I want to learn how to play a game, not just like if somebody's like, hey, play this game. Yeah. Yeah, that one's definitely frustrating. Smash Bros is definitely conditional. Yeah, it's for all skill levels, too. You, there are people who are ridiculously good at it. And also just, you know, just casual gamers, you know. Yeah. Uh, Mario Kart is a super easy one to just pick up and play. Anybody can play it, especially this is a little more for like adults, because if you know how to drive a car, you know how to play Mario Kart, basically. And it's way simpler than that. You know, it's just like just turning. But if you have driving experience it will be more familiar to you than maybe it would for a child. You drift all drifting in my car. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, you know, still very appropriate for children. I think that's a great one. And Mario Party at the same time, that's, you know, that's sort of a really fun game for friends. Anybody can play. I've played that with, like, my parents, played that with, like, children, you know, like my little cousins and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> You got something to say, Brandon? <laughs> Pull that face there. <laughs> it's not like I'm kidnapping random children on the street. I'm like, you want to play hey. Mario Party? You want to come over and play Mario Party? 
Oh my god, such uh, an asshole. Yeah, the Mario Party is a really good. Uh, I think that's a really fun game because it's a, a board game essentially with yeah, a lot of mini. Anyone games. could pick up Mario Party. Yeah, yeah, that's amazing. It's Great, fantastic fun. game. Yeah, yeah, and it's all fun. So I was thinking. I don't know if you guys will agree with me, but like one of the first things that came to mind when I was thinking like what I would tell someone to play is like games like Firewatch. Yeah, story driven like, uh, games. Gone of- Home, What Remains of Edith Finch, games like that. Yeah, it's just like walking simulators. Yeah. It's yeah. like they just give you a really impacting story and they take zero skill to play. You so just-, just about anyone could walk through it, get the story and just enjoy it, you know? Yeah, most of those are just essentially walking around, like picking up like a piece of paper or something and just like getting the story. And they're good games. I like them as someone who's played games most of my life. Yeah. I enjoy most of them. Yeah. I I actually took a a video game class and one of our projects was to like play a game out of a list of games and like Gone Home, What Remains of Edith Finch, Firewatch, like all of those games were on that list including um, another one called Papers, Please. It's pretty old I've at, heard at this of point. It's very cool. That's the one I chose. Um, and it's you're basically a border, border patrol officer, like looking over people's documentation to get into the country that you're serving. It doesn't sound fun. At all. It, it doesn't at all. <laughs> like It honestly sounds so dry and so not fun. It's very cool. Yeah. Because like every day in the game, um, the criteria for entering the country changes and you have like a little like guidebook and people like will give you their documentation and you have to check it all against the guide things. What what could get in yesterday might not get in today. And the government is basically extremely strict. It's like a fascist type of thing. Yeah, yeah. you like can't it. mess up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or like it's game over. Very, It's very interesting. And there's a an overarching story. There's some deci- decisions you have to make. Like if you let in this guy that tries to bribe you, you can support your family better. But if the country finds out, you go to jail. And just game over kind of thing. Like it gives you some pretty interesting options. Yeah. I, I do recommend it. It's I know it's on like mobile. It's It's at least on iPads. PC stuff like that. It's pretty cool. It sounds kind of neat, but yeah, I like that one. Along the same lines as Fire, as Firewatch, Journey, Journey was really cool. Maybe not as Firewatch, honestly, but it's kind of like a platformer, this three D platformer, and you just kind of go. It's just a really nice visual trip through this. Yeah, kind of desert. Yeah, I think that one was. I haven't good. played that game. It's um, fun. It's pretty short. It's just a it almost seems like a tech demo. It's it's a little old at this point, but it still definitely holds up. Yeah. It's almost just like, look how beautiful this game is, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Just very simple platforming. Did you play uh, What Remains of Edith Finch? I didn't. No. Oh, that was a good game. There was one either. there was one part specifically that I thought was really cool because like you go through and like this whole family like dies or something. You kind of just go through and like figure out how they all died. Mm-hmm. But there was one part that I thought was really cool where one of the guys in the family, he like worked at a fish factory and you're like kind of like live, reliving like his memories and you're like working, like cutting these fish. And then as you're doing it, you he like fantasizes while he's at work of like this whole like 
where he's like a king and like on this adventure. So you're like with like one control stick, you're like doing the fish and then you're like doing like this adventure on the other one. Like and you're trying to do them both at the same time. So it was like it was really cool. That's so cool. I thought that was that is really interesting. I can't remember the name of this game that I played, but it was like a twin shooter game that you would be playing two games at the same time. Like the whole game is two different games at once. I don't know. It was like Galaga and then something that's more like free range. But like playing like left stick is like left stick and right stick and whatever. I think the triggers to shoot. It was insane. That hurts my brain to think about doing two things at the same time. Yeah. 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 So I would say like anything that has like a really good story, but doesn't take like a ton of skill. Yeah. It's a good one for beginners. Because like, I mean, there's games like Last of Us, but like even those are pretty tough. Like if you have never played a video game, you're probably going to struggle a little bit. Last of Us and games that are story driven like that are more, I wouldn't say like harder games. I feel like that's an intermediate kind of thing. Like you've played like a little bit and if you play like an easy, you can still do those. But it's definitely takes a little bit more patience and all these games have difficulty settings. You can play easy. Well, I just mean like I think that's a little bit more like you will probably like die at one part. So you have to like. Be patient with that and understand yeah. how that works. But I think, I mean, that wouldn't be too bad. That definitely wouldn't be like the first game you should play, but yeah, that's yeah, one to work up to. Especially like the story will draw you in, you know, yeah, if it has sure. a good enough story, you'll want to get better. It's driving force too. Yeah. Real quick, going back to, you were saying like twin stick, like doing two things at once. Yeah. Um, Overcooked. Oh, Overcooked is a good... Yeah, yeah. it's really fun. It's it's mainly a two-player game, but like Brady has played it single-player where you control two different people with each... Oh, that's terrifying. Yeah, it's like, oh my God, I can't believe he did that. That's a lot of fun to play Overcooked and like Bacon Switch is another one that's very similar to that. Yeah. It's just a good um, team, like fun. Yeah, Uh, and of course, like you were saying, like Galaga... Like yeah. those old classic games, like Pac-Man, even like they're yeah, like fun really games. arcade arcadey games and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah, those are a little bit harder unless you're getting games you could just you know play for like 15 minutes and just figure it figure it out. Have fun and then yeah. stop. Yeah. yeah, exactly. They probably won't hook you as a gamer. You know, that's that's basically what arcades were meant to do. Just like be little short bursts of time to take your money. And there's no end, you know, you can just go as long just as you want playing, yeah. and try to kind of beat your own high score, which these days, like scores in video games. I'm like, why, why even have a score? Does anybody care about scores anymore? I don't know. I'm I, sure there are people. There's that, a f- I feel like there's few and far between games that that matters on or that people pay attention to scores. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's kind of not totally died out, but it's only like specific games that people like look into that or care about that for. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, good game for beginners. <laughs> I know we bring this up almost every week, but Pokemon. Yeah. Pokemon Dude, yeah. for sure. Dude, come on. It's, you can't be Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. There's a reason it's so popular. You know, it's anyone like, could pick up Pokemon and they're going to have a good time. Yeah. Exactly. Any, any Pokemon game, literally any single one of them is a good starter. Yeah. Yeah. Except for Sun and Moon. Fuck those games. Yeah, don't start with Sun and Moon because then you're just going to hate Pokemon and yeah. it's just bad, bad move. Yeah. New Pokemon Snap. That's definitely a good one for beginners. For sure. You know, if you're if you're not really into the whole like RPG type thing, if you're thinking like, I don't want to play a Pokemon game. Pokemon Snap is just outside of the Pokemon. Yeah. 
like stigma, I guess. Honestly, Pokemon is probably the only RPG I would recommend. I don't think most RPGs are good for no. someone to start. Like they can be a little overwhelming. Yeah. RPG like with, being role playing game. Yeah. So you guys know. That can be yeah, hey, overwhelming. Talk, maybe like people. Paper Mario or something. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I, Paper Mario's good. It's not it's not like a super complex RPG no. system. It's not like I mean, some can get a little crazy. Yeah. Know? Like Depending trying on. to manage all your skills and weapons and stats, all that. Yeah. On my list I had Persona five. And that is one of the games that you can definitely dive into pretty heavily. There's a lot to manage, but like it's a cool story. You have very clearly set goals and also a lot of free time to kind of make the game however you want the game to be, which I thought was really cool. Yeah, I agree and disagree. Yeah, no, I get that. I, I think like if you gave that to someone who hasn't really played a lot of video games, I think they would like it. But I think there's no way they would actually finish <laughs> well, I, mean, I think anything, any game that takes 100 hours to play it's quite is probably not it's so fucking something long. to yeah. recommend to. <laughs> yeah. No, I totally agree. I haven't even finished it yet. Yeah. You know, it's been out for how many years? Like, I've been kind of chipping away at it every so often. But I love it. That's the thing. It's, it's not like I don't like it. It's just definitely a commitment. 100 hours at least. Yeah. To finish, and I played it twice. That's <laughs> and got like halfway through my third playthrough. <laughs> Insane. Uh, a slightly shorter game. Uh, either you guys play Untitled Goose Game, dude. Yeah, that I game that. is sick. It's a very simple, I, I puzzle solving. Yeah, I'd say it's a puzzle game. Yeah, that is awesome. You are a goose, and you just be honking at people. Yeah, you go around and terrorize the town basically as a goose, and there are certain goals like go steal this guy's picnic basket. And he'll try to shoo you away, so you got to figure out how to distract him by taking something else, lure Just him away. Kill go, him. No, <laughs> no, you don't do that. You're a goose. Yeah, it's really cute. I, I really like that game. It's a very fun game. Honk. <laughs> <laughs> kind of back to Pokemon for a second. I think Pokemon Go is definitely a viable I mean, yeah, beginner I think game. That got a lot of people... Yeah, it got like the thing that surprised me most is how many older people that kind of missed Pokemon. They were maybe just a little too old when it came out to really it was probably more of their kids, you know, that got into it. But those are the people who really got into Pokemon Go. All of a sudden you see people that were bullying you as a kid, calling you a nerd, and they're like, yeah, I just got three Charmander. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And a Charizard. Exactly. Yeah, I can speak personally because I played a lot of Pokemon Go, and I would go to, like, you know, raid spots or stuff like that, like go to gyms, and you would see, like, some people, and you're like, is this guy, is this guy playing? This dude's, like, 60 years old, and sure enough, he's playing Pokemon Go. He's got, like, three phones. Yeah. I hated when that, like, blew up that... (laughs) <laughs> it was kind of crazy for it a while with everybody playing. I remember there was, oh, I don't remember, but there was like some local business and it was like right when Pokemon Go like exploded and they like said something. They were like, come, I think they might've been a Pokemon, whatever they were, the Poke spots or whatever. Oh yeah. <laughs> and they stop. like on the radio on like an advertisement, they were like, come on in and get a Jigglypuff or something. But oh, like, man. I'm pretty sure he said it wrong. Like he said, like Jiggle, I don't know what he said. Jiggle like poof. jiggly poof. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I hate this, dude. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. It was it was definitely a little cringe at first, but it's yeah. a very fun game to play. And now not 
20,000 people are playing it. It's like, well, I mean, yeah, there is, but not in your area. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Not literally everybody outside. Yeah, now it's just the real Pokemon fans. You yeah, know? man. That's what I have for my list, at least. What else do you guys think? <laughs> Check! Check! <laughs> um, I mean, what, what games got you guys into video games? Yeah, that's a good, good question. Sonic. Sonic, definitely. <laughs> yeah, those, those are all very like straightforward platformers. Yeah, um, Sonic Mania, I believe, is the newest one. Oh, Sonic Mania was really good. Actually. Yeah, yeah. It's like a return to form to that uh, side-scrolling platforming. Uh, Got to go fast. Yeah, yeah. Sonic. Yeah, and um, oh, I played a lot of fun Sega games like uh, Aladdin, Lion King. You know all those, the classics. None of these games I'm saying people are going to play. So. No. It's, they're a little, it's a little tough to get Segas nowadays unless yeah. you're really trying for it. Actually, what's not very difficult to get is a Super Nintendo. They made that like little mini Super yeah. Nintendo console. I thought those were really hard to get. They used to be. but oh, I either. think they mass produced them now, yeah. so there's okay. like a ton. I think. I mean, th- that was pretty cool. You know, like any Mario game is, it's kind of like... A lot of these other games where it's simple enough to get, but hard to master. Yeah. You know, so it's kind of up to you and how far you want to take it. Zelda. Ocarina of Time. I disagree. (laughs) I I hard disagree. I mean, I would say Breath of the Wild is a bad one. Yeah, I think they all are. Yeah, I think. I don't think they all are. I I don't know. I think you are. I I think you suck. (laughs) You're a bad game. Yeah. Not for beginners. I agree. Something will come to me. Give me a minute here. You're gonna have a lot of editing. This yeah, I know. This is gonna fucking suck. <laughs> this is gonna suck. Jack, Jack, <laughs> hey, Jack. In the middle. Of <laughs> Jesus. I'm just testing, you know. Well, a game that got me into gaming was uh, Super Mario 64, the Pokemon games, Tony Hawk Pro Skater. They just remastered or remade Tony Hawk Pro Skater One and Two. If you're into skateboarding at all, and I don't know. I think those are really great remat or remakes. Yeah. <laughs> now Tony Hawk was definitely a very good game. I mean, I started playing that four or five. I think I was on my PC. Yeah. yeah. On your PC. Well, I mean, the computer that Did they have my it? family had. Yeah, I played it on computer, dude. Are you serious? Yeah, I was twisted on computer. Oh my god! I was so I bad. The that. fucking mouse with the scroll ball. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, dude. Um, oh, I was. No. I actually was pretty good. Scroll ball. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? The mouse had the fucking weighted balls at the bottom. <laughs> I know what you're talking about, yeah. dude. Uh man, god. this episode sucks. <laughs> it's just <laughs> we ran through them too fast. Oh I don't my know. god. We should have gotten into more detail. Man. Board games. Let's talk about beginner board games. Dude. Beginner board games. <laughs> I, okay. <laughs> Mario Party. Mario Party. Mario Party. On a on a real note, actually, yeah. if anybody is into board games or isn't into board games but kind of likes the idea and they don't want a full Dungeons and Dragons type of thing, um, a really good intro board game is Betrayal at House on the Hill. That's like that was my first board game, and it's. You know, it's definitely more. 
Why is he laughing like he fucking this? asshole? Like, I, oh excluding, my god, this is excluding you like never Monopoly. A board game? Yeah, yeah, sorry, we're fucking... my first like ga- like this, yeah. adult. I fucking hate you, man. For, oh my what god. What Brandon is trying to say, and what my I first board game was Candyland. <laughs> He's trying to get past the typical like Monopoly, Sorry, Trouble, those kind of games. Yeah, of course and I played those. The first, the first uh, more in depth board game, yeah. more like adult. Yeah, more adult, adult board game. Uh, targeted board game. Growing yeah. Up. <laughs> you didn't play Candyland, you little bitch. Yeah, your first board uh, game. Yeah, no betrayal at the house on the hill. I f- betrayal always, at house on the hill. I always forget that. I always mess up the title. That is a very fun, pretty easy game to get into. Yeah, I mean, you know, if you look at the rule book and it's like 26 pages, it's there's a reason, you know, yeah. like it's simple. Just read the first like two pages and then. Start it up. Start it up. Or you can always watch like a video on YouTube. I know Geek and Sundry did a. That's how I like learned about a, a lot of these board games. Yeah, but Betrayal is really fun because every time you play it, it's a different haunt. So like every time you're doing it, it's it's like a little bit different. Yeah, it's broken into two phases. Where the first phase, everybody is essentially on the same team. You're exploring this house and you're kind of building this house as you explore and. The second phase, one of the players typically turns into a traitor and then tries to kill the other players, and the other players are trying to stop them from doing that. And they each get like their own little separate goals book, you know. I, I don't know. I thought it was pretty cool. It's very unlike anything any board game I had played. I love that game. Yeah, it's very cool. It's Sheriff of Nottingham. That's oh, pretty. Sheriff of Nottingham is such a fun game, dude. That's like four to five players, I think. Yeah, something like that. It's very, very fun. It's about lying, um, trying to get away with stuff. It's completely straightforward and easy as well. Definitely. It's very simple. You just smuggle in goods to your town and you can either do it honorably and just say like, hey, this is what I'm bringing in and you're good to go. Or you can lie and, you know, try to get get it through. Yeah, yeah, that one's super fun. Are we just talking about board games now? Yeah, if you want. Oh, okay. Well, I was. I mean, if we're gonna talk about board games, yeah. I think like one of our favorites is uh, Secret Hitler. Oh, We've been Secret playing that Hitler, a lot yeah. lately, and that's so much. That fun. game is amazing. It's uh essentially you just get two teams, and you're trying to convince you're. It's a fascist and the liberals, liberals yeah. and you're trying to conv- the fascists are trying to convince the liberals that they are liberals. It's a great time. It's a lot of arguing. And a lot of lying. Yeah, and yeah a lot of backstabbing and <laughs> yeah, deception. It's it's very, very fun. So it's really fun if you're good at those kind of things. I'm wicked bad at them, so like I'm not fun to play <laughs> yeah. with. Oh man. It, it's especially fun if it's if you have a larger group of people, like eight to ten. Yeah, the people. more the better for that. Yeah. Um I think it caps out at ten, but it, it definitely shines at like seven, eight people kind of thing. It's a ton of fun. Same thing with like One Night Ultimate Werewolf. That's the same type of thing where people have, I mean, it's a little more complicated. People have different roles and they try to kind of lie their way through. And Yeah, and it's, it's a similar nature to the very, very popular game that we did not talk about Among Us. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, game, man. I don't Among know how, Us. How, did, how did we miss that? Yeah, these are basically board game versions of Among Us, like Secret Hitler, One Night Ultimate Werewolf. And Among Us. Among Us is the video game version. (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Among Us is a very, very easy beginner game for sure. It's you're just in 
you're in a room, you're in a world. I know there's different maps now. And you're just doing little mini game tasks trying to avoid the imposter. Yeah. Who's I'm about s- to kill you? Yeah, it's just a lot of fun. Yeah. I'm just, everybody's seen it. Everybody knows I'm just going to agree and not hate on it. <laughs> yeah. Brandon doesn't like those kind of games because he's bad at them. I'm good at them. Are you? Yeah. Are you? Why don't you like it? I don't know. <laughs> I literally don't have a reason. It just oh. yeah, like, that's eh. okay. In my head, Secret Hitler and Among Us are just like this. Pretty much the same thing. I know they're a little bit different, but kind of. I don't know how you. Love I don't one really know why. Uh, yeah. I don't think we ever played with enough people. Maybe. Yeah, that's true. So, do you guys think roguelikes oh are good for beginners? Slay the Spire. I would yeah, say. Yeah, Slay the Spire. I think is a perfect roguelike. Um, game, which typically I think roguelikes aren't great for beginners. I think they're a little too difficult, but like every, if they were a little easier, I think they would be perfect Yeah, but for like someone to get into. Cause it's just like, you can sit down and play for an hour or even less and just yeah, do a, a run and get all the way through whatever you're going to do and finish Yeah, and, and, so, and do yeah. it again whenever you feel like it. Yeah, and over yeah, like a few hours, you can do a couple runs, but yeah. Slay Spire, I think is the easiest to get into because it's a it's a card game essentially and there's no time so you can just go as at your own pace and you can read everything and try to plan out in your head and it's pretty straightforward it's just attacking and defending and there's a couple other things in there but the basics are just i'm going to either defend this person's attack or attack them yeah and you can just plan it out in your head i think that's a very good starter game and it's super super fun yeah it's on mobile steam is it on Switch? Switch. Yeah, it's on every platform. Isn't it on PlayStation? Mm-hmm. All right, cool. Yeah, I highly recommend Slay the Spire. It's, it's a good game. Very, very fun. Um, Some other roguelikes. I don't, I don't know if any of them are like that good to start with. Overall, like roguelikes have like, it's just like a little too much of a difficulty. There's like well, too the many things. enemies, too many bullets. Some of them. If you're playing like Enter the Gungeon. Gungeon's not a good It's starter. a little tough. Isaac is not a good starter. A little tough. Isaac terrible used Isaac. to be a good starter when it, back in the day, but I think now it's pretty difficult. Yeah. There's a lot more to it now, so it's a lot harder to do. Yeah. I feel like the the formula of roguelikes are perfect for beginners, but to make them interesting, they have to be difficult or else you just fly through it and never play it again. Yeah. You know, so there is that difficulty. Yeah, that's a good point. You can get you can play them and get it and like kind of get hooked with it but it might be difficult to progress past a certain point so that might be like i like this but now i can't do anymore i can't get any further than this point that i'm reaching yeah Uh, with that i would say like dead cells i think that's a pretty a pretty evenly that's pretty difficult too i mean it's pretty difficult but like in the beginning it starts you off slow enough where you can kind of get the hang of it and kind of work your way up does that one have difficulties sure because like i know isaac has a normal and a hard mode oh so like you don't have to play in hard mode you play in normal and it's significantly easier but still yeah i wouldn't start with like enter the gungeon no fuck that love that game but that's not a good no beginner game i mean it's literally classified as a bullet hell yeah you know like that's it's pretty intimidating i'm all out of ideas (laughs) i'm i'm glad that i like had like four in my head and brandon hit them because i like they went in and they went out. Check, check. <laughs> this episode's bad. <laughs> this is really yikes, dude. I, all right. I think we're going to wrap this up here. This is a shorter episode. 
but that's okay. I hope you guys forgive us. <laughs> Next, Next week, week we'll make it up you, to you. If you enjoyed it or like are thinking about playing some games, these are definitely ones that I would check out. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. If you're looking to start playing some video games, try Animal Crossing, Stardew Valley, Spirit Fair. Those are some good ones. Feel like, you can if you like card games, Slay the Spire. If you have Slay the Spire. Big group of friends that you're all trying to get into stuff. You could do stuff more like oh. Mario Party or like Among Us, things yeah. like that. Mario Kart, for sure. Yeah, definitely. Uh, those are all great games. You'll have a lot of fun. Play if Pokemon. You ha- yeah, if you have no do. friends at all, play Pokemon. Yeah. It's a perfect single player experience for all ages, despite what. You may think if you're older, if you're like, I don't want to play Pokemon, shut up, play Pokemon. Yeah, come on, get a life. Yeah, get a life, dude. Nerd. Train some creatures. Be the best there ever was. Exactly. All right. Yeah, that, that was... Check! This was a check! <laughs> check! <laughs> check! <laughs> All right, we're, we're out. Bye.